Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. And today, to be very honest with you, a week from Election Day. I'm Alex Garrett. I'm contemplating a couple things. First of all, we are one week away from the election, from Election Day. There have been millions shattering records of early voting, by the way. So I'm debating whether it be an early voter or a vote on Election Day because I'm a traditionalist. As you probably know by now, I'm a traditionalist, and I I would love to vote on Election Day. But there are concerns, sorry, just waking up. There are concerns that if people vote on Election Day, that will actually make the process longer, which is kind of weird, but I digress. Well, I'll get, I'll put my uh, foot in the polls at some point here in the next week or so, or most likely on Election Day, because, I, again, I'm a traditionalist. I have to. But I woke up fired up because I saw my window, and I'm like, it's dark out. It's 7 a.m. It's a little darker out. And do you realize... Since this pandemic hit, um, maybe for a few days here and there, we've tried to be here from this window. When I moved my uh, life from the bookshelf to the window to look out to the world nearly every day. And to do it like in the morning at 7 a.m. and watch the sunrise and everything like that, I just felt like I wanted to come on and talk to you guys and, and say this It kind of feels like the Today Show, right? You got the window, you got the darkness behind them as everybody's waking up. And it's a blessing to even wake up a week after my birthday. Let's put it that way, too. It's a blessing to wake up every day in a pandemic and be healthy. (laughs) That's just the honest truth. But I wanted to, before I get into my topic today, I wanted to say a week before Election Day, Dion uh, made this song. Abraham, Martin, and John. And these three men, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., and JFK, they all wanted unity, the unitedness of the United States of America, to be united and to be connected to one another. So a week away from Election Day, I am praying that that energy of Abraham, Martin, and John is preyed upon in this nation, P-R-A-Y-E-D. Tell me where he's gone 
He freed a lot of people, but it seemed good they die young. You know, I just looked around and he's gone. Anybody here seen my old friend John? Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but it seemed the good they die young. I just looked around and he's I just looked around and he's gone Didn't you love the things that they stood for? Didn't they try to find some good for you and me? Then we'll be free someday He's gonna be one day anybody here See my old friend Bobby Can you tell me where he's gone? Uh, quite a song, and I, I listen to that sometimes um, for inspiration, and I hope that uh, that helps you feel inspired, that we're not all lost here. It may seem it, but again, I believe there is a bigger energy, a better energy out there for us um, that goes beyond the election, that we just have to hone into and tap into, and yes, say hi to after November 3rd. Now, there's a couple things which I want to talk about today, because we're we're still on this Adapting with Alex theme. And the Adapting with Alex theme today hits on actually something I reported on last week. It's going to hit on a number of things, but I'll, I'll start here. Remember last year I reported on the uh, TD Ameritrade Charles Schwab deal. Well, nearly a year later, a thousand employees have been laid off. A thousand because of COVID. But imagine you just merge and you have to lay off people. First of all, 
how does the employee adapt? Because that's rough. Anytime layoffs happen is rough. But in this pandemic, we've seen it. Six million at one point have been unemployed during you know, due to the pandemic. Six million. How does um how does one adapt to that? Because that's not not easy. I've been fortunate to still work and still be able to podcast. But I know that there are many who have not been able to go to an office and work. Not even remote work because they've been laid off. So I just figured I'd give that update because I found it such a stunning development. That a year ago, I was so happy. I was so happy that TD Ameritrade and Charles Schwab teamed up, partnered up. And also told San Francisco. We're not going to stand for your policies. We're going to Texas right now. That's what they did. Then, you know, they, uh, JP Morgan had tried to bring in workers. Someone got sick at the office in the city. Then they all had to go back home. But to see a venture I was so happy about, I was so excited about, I even wrote about in Medium. It's kind of this, um, discouraging in a sense but the bigger idea was wait a minute how come really no one's talking about adapting to a layoff how come people are not being encouraged to reapply why do i say that the adaptation i feel that's been happening for people is we're going to give you a twelve hundred dollar stimulus now i didn't mind it the what a couple times, but I'm going to start to mind it because that is also not a good adaptation. The country needs to inspire people to work, even though maybe some environments may not be safe enough to. You have to encourage them to somehow find even online work to keep the mind busy. Because the problem is the adaptations that were going on. Was alcohol use went up? Uh, actually, depression, suicide went up. I mean, these are stunning numbers. Let's start with the alcoholic uh, habit. There's so many different... Uh, wow. There's so many different things. Uh, alcohol consumption, according to ABC News. Went up. According to Rand Corporation. Men and women both reported increasing the frequency of their binge drinking episodes defined as five or more drinks for men and four or more drinks for women within a couple of hours. So that's the first big adaptation that was largely not talked about or actually 
if it wasn't talked about, it was almost, I'd hate to say celebrated, but you know what they did, right? They went to these hotels and they told the homeless that they were sheltering because of COVID, here, have the alcohol, have the drugs, because we don't want you to act up out in the streets. We want you to be placated instead of weaned off it. So that's the number one, I think, biggest dangerous adaptation is the drinking that went on for some that got laid off and then got locked in in general. Terrible. Not healthy. And now we're going to have to have years of, of, of fixing that. We used to, um, well, especially with sports, right? We used to think, oh, wow, it's just, uh, got the guy fired, you know? And, and yes, these guys in sports are more well off than the average American. That's true. But it does hit home. It does hit hard when you see that, you know, ESPN had a layoff dozens even before the pandemic. It does hit home that, Um, uh, yeah, and it does hit home in another area. You want to know what that area is? This is stunning. Because as much as I read that, you know, disabled people were the essential workers of the time, according to research, one million disabled workers, one million Disabled workers laid off in the pandemic. One in five since March with disabilities, according to Alan Smith, JD, have been let off their job. Since the World Health Organization proclaimed the outbreak of pandemic in March, according to New Hampshire University Institute on Disability. One in five. Why isn't anybody talking about the on the ground stuff? Why why is it up to podcasters like Ed Delgado and Mike Myers, Radio Hope, and I guess me, and Gary Russin and Bob Huber? Why is it up to us to give you this information? Why haven't I heard of this until today? You know, they say in the world, everybody needs to be included. Everybody needs to be respected and honored and given a chance. But you don't hear about the hard-hitting effects of those. Like, for instance, over the summer, unfortunately... Business owners, even minority business owners, had to adapt to not having a business because rioters burned it down in Kenosha, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. That's not an easy adaptation. Adaptation is never easy. Let me let me make that clear. Adapting is a skill. 
It's a survival skill. And especially for those that had to be locked in, especially for those business owners that had their business burned, especially for those that had their businesses not even able to open. You know why the business owners in Manhattan and the restaurants are able to do what they're doing with the tent peeling? They somehow were able to adapt, cut costs here and there. I'm pretty sure they had to lay off employees as well. But somehow they did what they had to do to stay alive and stay open once they were given the go-ahead. I don't know how easy it's going to be for the million workers with disabilities who have been dismissed from employment due to the pandemic. I don't know that. And if you have an answer, feel free to tell me because I'm waiting for one. I honestly am waiting for an answer on this. Literally. Um, I'm just, I'm just not sure. Now, that's not to say the one in five and the million that have been laid off can't come back from it. And this article, uh, which I'm going to post right now, by the way, from shrm.org. Talks about why the disabled folks in the workplace are affected by this. Firstly, Firstly, according to uh, researchers and uh, the National Organization on Disabilities, NOD President Carol Glazer, Glazer, I think, believes that um, well, Glazer says people with disabilities have been disproportionately affected by the COVID and its economic consequences. Uh, people with disabilities often the last hired into the workforce. And then in addition to that, Deb Daggett in Washington, New Jersey, at Dag- Daggett Diversity LLC, Deb Daggett Diversity LLC, as many people with disabilities have underlying conditions that place them at greater risk in roles that serve the public. In addition, some employers may be reluctant to, to a new hire with whom the employer had no privilege to work remotely. But allowing a new hire to immediately work remotely might be a reasonable accommodation required by the ADA. That is interesting. That is interesting that Reginald Belcher, an attorney with Turner, Padgett, Graham, and 
Laney in Columbia, South Carolina, is actually saying to make this fair for the disabled worker, let them work from home. That very well could be an ADA stipulation to adapt, to accommodate. We often do discuss how, oh, wow, look at the, the, uh, this person overcame. They adapted to their situation. I've always said we got to smash stigma for the workforce too. Show them we belong. And I guess at this point, show them that people with disabilities can work remotely and should be able to. Even if you never met the person, I know that's risky. But let's say the the person with disability is able to talk to you over the phone or do a FaceTime. That's great. And I, I should say, not only be able to have the confidence to. I'll be very honest. Some in the community are very, very shy. and Some don't want to put themselves out there. But to those that do... They need to be given the chance. If they're willing to do a Zoom call with an employer, but cannot make it to the office because of underlying conditions, cannot make it to the office because of, um, you know, travel issues during COVID, other things, then let them work remotely. That is definitely a great angle, the ADA angle on this. I mean, I, I, I've i never heard of suing an employer for not letting them work remotely. But that's a very interesting concept. And I, I have to now research how many people have done that. But that isn't an adaptation there and then. That is accommodation right then and there. To let people um, adapt to the situation. Adapt to the case rises. Um... Because the cases are rising. The COVID cases are rising. The situation in New York City is getting a little, is tenuous right now. Specifically that. But here's my point today. We should be cheering those that can adapt to being laid off. Able-bodied people and disabled people. You know why? Because when you lose it all, when everything is pulled out from under you, like we had David Marion and um, and his ex-wife who's still helping him tell his story. But when you have people through addiction, through layoff, through everything, layoff specifically in this term, lose it all. And then lose it all in a pandemic where you're told you can't go anywhere. 
it's better to stay inside than outside. And yes, we all had to stay in force. I will keep saying, we all had to do that for a period of time. It's just the extensions of it that really, and with Amy Coney Barrett in office right now, I think that should be a big thing. Uh, as a justice in the SCOTUS, I should say. She got confirmed last night. That should be one of the first things that business owners start doing. These governors tell us how constitutional it is to do this and the other. Let's test that. Let's test that in the court. How constitutionally is it, Governor Cuomo? I don't know. But Amy Coney Barrett, in one of the fastest achievements for Trump, by the way, um, gets confirmed. And I think, like Gorsuch, she's going to have her own mind. I don't think she's going to be swayed by anything. I think she's going to have her own mind. She's sharp. She doesn't seem to be one that's going to be pro one way or pro another. I think she's going to be a sharp mind. I've got a feeling just by hearing her last night. And you got to hear her speech back. It was it was quite something. So there's that. But to adapt to being laid off. That is a skill in and of itself. Because if you can recover from that, if you can hold your head high during that, you're on a great path already. And that's what we all want to be on, that that better path, his path for us. Not the path into depression and heavy drinking and family members that see that. I'm sure it's very tough for them to see that. But at what point do you tell your loved ones, you have to get through this? We can only do so much. It's up to you to fix this, to fight it, to to adapt to this for the time being. And I think we can do it. I really do. And I realize I titled this about the election. Because it is one week till election day. And still many staggering stats are coming out about what this happened, this has happened, what has happened. And so on election day, a week from election day, I want to just let you know, I want to let you know that your fellow workers are still being laid off. And you must pray for them. We all must pray for them. That people with disabilities are getting laid off too. Even more so, by the way, one in five since March. And they must be encouraged to keep adapting to the time. Keep, and that's not easy to do. I know. 
but we must be the encouragers. Not the, let's focus on the job reports and just that. No, let's get deeper than the job report. How are people adapting to their current situation? And how can we fix the trends that we're seeing? And how can we make employees as strong as employers? What I mean by that is the employers that you um you see able to reopen their business and adapt to this and the adaptations of the outdoor dining turning to indoor dining outdoors. It's just gonna be tents and heaters and everything. The business owner is strong enough to do that. Then the employee can also be strong enough to survive a layoff. And that's gonna be an adaption adaptation that should be heralded the job numbers coming back is a great thing and that should be heralded too that the will of the people will not be stopped the will of people mostly will be adapted but if you see family if you see friends who are down about not having a job about being laid off tell them And not easy for the people to hear, but tell them you will get, they will get through this. And help them adapt. For the sake of themselves. And yet, for the sake of the country. Every strong person that's able to adapt through this. Will help us move forward and stronger together. That's why we adapt to be stronger. I'm Alex Garrett. I'll talk to you soon. It's a week from election, and I do pray that the energy of Martin, of Abraham, Martin, and John are with us every day. Talk to you soon.